Well, again, happy Thanksgiving. You know, I had family over for Thanksgiving, and I don't know about you guys, but all we do is eat and eat and eat, man. And then when you're done eating, you know the next thing you worry about? What are you going to eat next? Yeah, and then everybody said, Uncle, what are we going to eat next? I don't know. We ran out of food for eat already. Sardine and onion sounds good to me already. And all that turkey and ham and all this good stuff, boy. Thank God we get all that good food here in Hawaii. Amen? Amen. For those of you who are attending New Hope for the very first time, we welcome you uh, to New Hope Christian Fellowship. And as you can see, we're continuing in our new series, Simple Acts, Extraordinary Results. And today I get to speak to you about being thankful and how we get to express our gratitude and our gratefulness and our appreciation to our spouses, to our children, to our family, to your boss, to your co-workers, and to people, to some simple acts of thankfulness. Now, we just celebrated Thanksgiving this past weekend, and I got to spend some time with family and reflecting on the things that we're thankful for, because there's, there's always something that you and I can be thankful for. And right now, I just want to say a shout-out, give a big shout-out to those who... Um, came out and volunteered and gave some time to our houseless Thanksgiving meal that we held at uh, Wailoa State Park and at the Pohoa Community Center. Thank you so much. To your efforts, we got to feed over 1,000 people at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Now, that's some simple acts of thankfulness extraordinary results and like some of these people even if we don't have much as far as material things or a good home or a good home life we can always be thankful for what Jesus has already done for us on the cross you know we can be thankful for the victory that we've now obtained over over death we can be thankful that we get to be set free from our sins and for salvation. We can be thankful every day for God's love and His mercy and His grace. We have so much to be thankful for. But unfortunately, we can easily forget about the things that God has already done for us. And we'll lose focus on God and we'll become ungrateful and indifferent towards God. And not only towards God, but it can happen towards people too. And the Word of God states it very clearly in Second Timothy that in the last days, people will become more and more selfish, filled with self-pride and less thankful towards God. One of the things that I was thankful for this past week was just the ability to be thankful. I think along the way, somehow we've, we've lost the attitude of being grateful. I hear in my heart, I, I say this not to offend anyone, because I know some of us remember when we were young, and this is me, when we were young, my parents and my grandparents, they they used to train us to be thankful. I mean, we had to say, please, and yes, sir, and, and no, sir. 
and yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and thank you, ma'am, and thank you, sir. We had to say those things. We're trained to do those things. If we didn't, that's some cracks you would get. No, for real. That's some cracks we would get. Now, maybe this was your upbringing too. That our parents discipline us. And I got to... I got to wonder what happened to those disciplinary teachings. Because nowadays we don't see too many people practicing simple common courtesy. Simple acts of thanksgiving to each other. Simple courtesy which, which would yield extraordinary results according to God's principles. Because when we treat people well, God sees our heart. And He is well pleased. And he's the one that rewards us. And we've lost that. And nowadays, the results are very, very different. And there's a story of a mother and her child, a young girl. And they went to this mom's and pop's old you know, type of market. And they were in the vegetable and the fruit section um, shopping. And the owner was there, this old gentleman. And he was stacking up the fresh oranges and, and you know how they stack them up in, in, in the markets. And the girl was looking at the, the, the owner and the owner smiled and grabbed one of the oranges and, and gave it to the young girl. The mother saw the gesture and was very um, thankful and said to the child, the young child, tell the, tell the man thank you. Well, the young girl looked at the orange and she examined the orange and looked at it for a while. And then she tossed it back to the gentleman and said, peel them. Somewhere along the line, the world has become very, very selfish. But it shouldn't be so with you and I as followers of Jesus Christ. And because we follow Christ in everything that we think, everything that we say and do, our focus and our thought process should be one of Christ. What would Jesus think? What would Jesus say and what would he do? We are his chosen people. And we are the ones who are called to make a difference in this world that we live in. God has set us apart to be different. Not to act and and not to think according to what the world sees us as, what the world does. It needs to start with us as Christians. That we get to be the examples. We get to do the simple acts which brings forth extraordinary results. So as you came into the sanctuary this morning, you were given a bulletin. You can take them out now and, and follow along with the message. And if you got your Bibles with you, would you open your Bibles this morning to the book of Colossians. We'll be in the third chapter. And the scripture is also in your outline. Colossians 3, verses 12 to 17. It states, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, 
Since as members of one body, you are called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father to Him. It's stated very clearly in this passage that thankfulness should be a part of our Christian lives. It's actually saying that we are to be compassionate, that we are to be kind, filled with humility, gentle and patient with one another, forgiving and letting go of every offense that we may have with with people. But most of all, it's talking about that we are to love. And love will bring back everything back into perspective. Just a simple act. A simple act of loving people helps us to examine the way we'll think about them or think towards them. You know, in my ministry, I am constantly, constantly around people who think that they're victims of today's society. They're always complaining about what they have and, and what they've been given. They, they think that they should get more and that they've been uh, dealt a rotten hand in, in life. And today, I want to be transparent before you and say, that was me. I had those thoughts of pride and, and com- always complaining and selfishness. But when I found Christ, I was so grateful for Him. But I had to renew my thinking process. And that's your first point for this morning. Number one, start thinking thankfully. Start thinking thankfully. Before I knew Christ, I took so much for granted in my life. I was so unappreciative of what I've been blessed with. And the Bible tells us very clearly that we should be contented, that we should be thankful with what we have. But that surely wasn't me. I thought I had everything going on. I thought I was a man. I was prideful, selfish, arrogant, and stupid. I wasn't contented with what I had. I, I, I was always looking for more somehow. I was never satisfied until I lost everything. I never appreciated anything that my wife did for me until we were separated through prison. A lot of times we're not thankful for what we have right, right here, right below our noses. Because we're always focused on the things that we're hoping for. Something that's so far-fetched. We're always wanting something else. That we're not appreciative of these things. We're too busy trying to get more. We don't appreciate what we have right here and right now. And having an attitude of gratitude begins with the way we think. Now I found Christ through my tough times in prison. I never felt so distant from my family ever. And in there, it got me thinking. Because I would worry about them. And as time went by, I thought to myself, man, did I take advantage of what I had? Was I appreciative? 
of what I had. I had some decisions to make. And, and I decided that I had to change my ways. And I had to value my wife and my, my kids more. And in prison, you live under the, the laws of man. But what helped me in prison was prayer. And we can live under the law of man in prison, but they can't take away our prayer life. And Philippians 4, 6 tells us this. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And boy, did I make some requests. It was prayer that helped me with my anxieties and my worries. And I needed to rethink my life, and I did. I got rid of that pain. I, got, I, I found comfort, and I became very, very grateful for what God has given me and did for me in my life. You see, folks, in life, we get so caught up in the things we want, we forget what God has already blessed us with. And God wants us to look for something to be thankful for. And through prayer, it helped me to see what God had already given to me in my hands. He gave me a family and he gave me a wonderful, wonderful wife. She's not here today. She's uh, doing a catering. Somebody got to work here in life. But God also gave me a renewed spirit to persevere in life, no matter what I've done. And he also gave me a second chance to actually show my appreciation to my family. And as I appreciated what God did for me, I began to appreciate my life and and my family, and I began to appreciate people even more. It was gratifying, and it all started with the renewing of my mind, the way I I thought. And another thing that helped us, or helped me is, by just attending church. Just worshiping and fellowshipping with, with people. Helped me to change my mindset on thankfulness. Verses 16 of Colossians 3 states it like this. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. As you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Singing to God with gratitude in your heart. Now just coming to church and worshiping God can help us to think gratefully. It's an, it's an outward expression of our gratitude to God. It brings us into a very, the very presence of the Lord where we get to soak up. Soak up His love. His peace. And in worship, we get to gain strength. And as we fellowship and meet people, we get to encourage them. We get to admonish them. We get to lift them up. And vice versa. No matter what's happening in life. Now, I don't know about you. Maybe maybe this week you, you, you may be having a bad weekend. And you're grouchy. And you're frustrated. And, and you're always irritated. And always complaining. Try worshiping God. Try putting on some praise and worship music. I can almost guarantee you that your attitudes will change. Because worship helps us to think thankfully. But what really helps the most to help us to think thankfully is to dwell on the good things in life. To meditate 
and think on what we get to be thankful for every day, not just on a special day, every day. We keep wandering back to to our old ways. We keep going back to that irritating financial difficulties that we may be having. We keep going back to that, that old bad habit or thinking about that addiction that we have. We keep going back to that because our sinful nature always tries to draw us back to these thoughts. Have you guys ever been in church and and you're sitting there and the pastor's preaching and all of a sudden you're you you you're, you get what you 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 just pass. You know, and then you go into dreamland. Some of you guys was already there before I said that, huh? Yeah, yeah. But you guys get these, these, these thoughts and, and the weirdest things can, can happen. You know, we, we think real funny kind. You know? You guys ever thought like that? Nobody. Only me, huh? Okay. Well, that's our natural inclination towards evil. We have to train our minds to think on the good things in life. We have to purposely dwell on what's good. And Philippians 4.8 reads it this way. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Think about these things. Ask yourself, are my thoughts true? Are they noble? Are they just? Are they pure? Is it lovely? Are they good? And if not, we need to rethink the way we think. Beginning with meditating on the good things so that we can start thinking thankfully. And by the way, when we start to think good things... It brings pleasure to God. And that pleasure will result in extraordinary results for you. When we start to think thankfully, one of the results is that we will begin to speak thankfully. And that's your second point for today. Number two, start speaking thankfully. Start speaking thankfully. When we start to think thankfully, we begin to speak thankfully because it's becoming a part of us. It's a process that will go through. And you can't hold your thankfulness, you can't hold your gratitude inside of you. Thankfulness is meant to be expressed and, and to be shared with people. We have to express our gratitude. So the men, and I'm talking to the men this morning. When was the last time you told your wife that you are so happy and so grateful to be married to her and that she means the world to you? In fact, when was the last time that you thanked her for marrying you? When was the last time you thanked her for cooking? Or for doing the laundry? Or for taking care of the kids? And cleaning the house. When was the last time? Because I tell you what, man. When we do these simple acts of speaking thankfulness, 
It really shows our women how valuable they are to us. It really does. And for those guys who are thinking about getting married, take heed on this advice. Now for the women. When was the last time that you told your husband that you are so, 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 so blessed to be married to them? And when was the last time that you thanked them for even providing and supporting your family? These are simple acts that we get to do which will produce extraordinary results in our marriage and in our family. Parents, when was the last time that you told your kids that you appreciate them and that you supported and encouraged them in anything that they're doing, anything that they're in and enjoying? When was the last time? And kids, when was the last time that you told your parents, thank you for just being parents and supporting you? Bosses and owners of businesses. When was the last time that you complimented your employees for a job well done and for showing up early and for staying late to complete that job? And employees, when was the last time you thanked your boss for your job? And my wife and I were in Seattle and we went to this marketplace called uh, Pike's Market. And we're cruising around and we came around the corner. And there was this one guy who held up a sign. And the sign said, free hugs. So my wife and I stood on the, stood on the corner. And we, we was Niele. We like, check him out. And Niele means curious. For you. So we were curious to see how many people would actually come up to this guy who's holding this sign up, free hugs. I can tell you there were a lot. I was amazed. And there were even groups that came up to get group hugs. And I, we, we just laughed. And, and then I saw this one woman and we were watching her. And she came up to this, this guy holding this sign. And she said, I need a hug. Because my husband doesn't hug me anymore. What has this world become? And we became so selfish. Folks, these simple acts of thankfulness releases a comfort and joy within people. And the results are extraordinary. You should have seen the smile on that lady's face when she left. But it also brings a sense of fulfillment within us. And not only in us, but in the environment, in the culture that we're in. Rather, it's in your home or, or at your workplace. It releases God's peace. Look for a simple way, a simple act, just to, just like that young gentleman, to share your appreciation and your love to people that's, that's around you. You see, when we start to edify and to encourage and to thank people, we become the examples for our, for our families and, and for this world. It is our outward demonstration of how we feel towards Christ towards God and our words of gratitude when it's spoken out of a pure heart it really brings pleasure to our Lord Proverbs twenty two eleven. one who loves a pure heart and who speaks with grace will have a king for a friend 
Let's focus our thoughts on God. Offer our appreciation to God first through our praises. And we'll learn to appreciate. We'll begin to think and to speak graciously. It's something that God desires to do within us. See, appreciating people through simple acts starts with our hearts because we don't want to do it with bad motives. We don't do it for self-gain. We learn to speak graciously to people by the way we speak graciously to God through prayer and praises. It's our spiritual act of gratitude towards Him for sending us His Son. It's our simple act of showing God how much we value Him and the plan He has set for our lives. Hebrews 13, 15. Therefore, by Him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. When we offer our praises, it it helps us to really, really realize what and how we're speaking to people. The words that comes out of our mouths is the fruits of our lips. And we can speak life to people or we can cut them down and we can damage their lives. The book of James tells us very clearly that our tongue, with our tongue, we, we bless God. And at the same time, we curse our brothers. That we can't tame our tongues because it's filled with poison. But with it, we can speak blessing and cursings. You know, we can't tame our tongue. But you worship and praises and prayer, I'm sure God can. As we learn to praise God first, this simple act trains us to watch how we speak towards people. So let's start thinking thankfully and let's start speaking thankfully. And then here's your final point for today. Number three, let's start acting thankfully. Start acting thankfully. In verse 17 from Colossians 3, it reminds us that whatever we say and do indeed, that we should do it all in Jesus' name. Always giving thanks to the Father. For some of us here today, this may be your first time attending New Hope and, and we welcome you. You may, or not have, you may or not have an understanding of who this Jesus that I'm speaking about is and what He's done for all mankind. You know, 16 years ago, I was in your seat. I was searching and wondering who this Jesus was. I was in prison, separated from my family, and and I gave my life over to the Lord. I didn't understand. I didn't know what was about to happen, but I just decided to turn over a new leaf in my life. And I've been reading this, this small pamphlet called The Daily Bread. And I noticed inside of the, 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 the pamphlet that there were scriptures that went on according with the, the stories. And, and I read. And, and the stories inspired me. And then one night, I, I challenged God. And I told God, if you real, if you are truly real, then show me. God's been showing me how real He is for the last 
16 years. And he's never stopped. And today I say this, I am so thankful for the time that I spent in prison. Now imagine that. Imagine someone saying that. Because I'm not the only one. I hear it all the time from people who are incarcerated. Men and women who are incarcerated. That's been released. And some of them are sitting right among you right now. And they know what I'm talking about. Because it's a time that we were at our lowest that God picked us up. I get to go into the jails and prison because I am thankful and I remember what Jesus did for me and I want to share that with them. I get to act upon my understanding and appreciation of what God did and continues to do in my life. I'm the prison ministry pastor and I get to share my story. I get to share my testimony, my appreciation of God's love to those who are in the same circumstances that we are in every day, all of us. And the results of these people's lives are extraordinary. I hear in my heart, I'm not trying to boast or exhort in any way. I'm saying that when we think and when we speak and are truly thankful for what Jesus did for us first, we can't help but serve Him. And serving in a ministry is a simple act of thankfulness. We serve to help people and that's what Jesus did. He came to serve. It doesn't matter what circumstances you're in. If we think thankfully the way Jesus taught, if we speak thankfully the way Jesus spoke, and if we act upon it with a grateful heart, now we're the Christians that's acting in God's will. God changed me and He equipped me. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm going to use what He equipped me with to help people. My question is, what about you? What about you? First Peter 4, 10-11 reads it this way. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised to Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen? Amen. Let's start acting on what's God, what God is doing in our life. Think and speak thankfully, and your rewards will be great in heaven, because it is God who sees the motives of our hearts. Start sharing what you have. Start sharing your gifts, but do it with a pure heart. Matthew 6, 1-4 states like this. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise you have no reward from the Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as a hypocrite do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. As surely I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Take your charitable deed, that your charitable deed may be in secret. And your Father who sees in secret 
will himself reward you openly. See, folks, God sees our hearts and all that goes on within it. Give thanks in your heart first. And then begin to think, begin to to speak, and begin to act thankfully. Appreciate the people you have around you. Appreciate your spouses, your children, your co-workers, your boss, people. Because that's what God did. He appreciated us. Appreciate them. Whether it's in your homes or at your workplaces. In our community or wherever God places you at any particular time. Look for the opportunities to serve in a simple way. A simple act of thankfulness. And watch the extraordinary results that God would place right in your possession. Because He's the one that rewards us openly. But in all things, as 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says... In everything, give thanks. Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen? Amen. You put away your Bibles and put away your notes. Would you bow your hearts in prayer with me this morning? Heavenly Father, we get to come before you this morning. We've, we heard a message that's, that's tugging at our hearts. Because sometimes, Lord, we, we get so busy and we forget, Lord God, the very things that you, you did for us. We, we, we get so unappreciative of the things that we now possess because we're, we're so looking for more in life. What great is our rewards in heaven with you, O Lord. So today, Father, help us. Help us to be focused again on the very things that we can be grateful for. Simple stuff. Things that are right under our noses, Father. We don't have to look for the big things that are ahead of us. Because you do plan big things ahead. We can just look at the small, simple things that are right under our noses. Help us to realize that, Father, that you have already blessed us with the things that we need right here and right now. Let us have a grateful heart towards you for that. And help us to, to start to think, Father, as we, as we focus on you. Start to think thankfully towards people. And in that, Father, process that through thinking that way we can start to speak it because it will become something that's coming out of our pure heart. Something that's noble, pure and lovely and worth meditating on. That we get so appreciative of people and the people around us that we'll start to speak that way to them. Not only that, Father, but would you help us to act upon that that we would actually do Actually, use the gifts that you have already given us to serve people and love them the way you love them. To see them the way you see them and to do for them the way 
you've done it for us, that you would sacrifice your very life so that they may live. Would you help us to do that, Father, that would give in simple ways, Father, so that somebody would be exhorted and somebody would be encouraged in life today so that we can take away, Father, we'd be the perfect examples of you taking away the selfishness of life here on earth right now and bringing in gratitude and love to our simple acts of thankfulness. And Father, we know when we start to do that, it pleases your heart and extraordinary results will happen. So Lord, today we come before you thanking you first that we get to do these things to, to all men. Help us to do this. In Jesus' name I pray. And we'd all say, Amen. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And always give thanks to the Lord because He loves you.